0: Testing, one, two. It's Monday, November 16th. I am recovering from the Hail Murray. My God. Um, what a Sunday it was. We're going to go over Sunday games. Uh, we'll start off with some injury news and uh, just news and notes in general, some general housekeeping. Let's get her going. Broncos quarterback Drew Locke also suffered a rib injury Sunday. It leaves his status for the week's, this week's game versus Miami uncertain. So keep an eye on that, uh, Drew Locke. I mean, as much as I kind of give him a hard time, um, Broncos need him healthy. Speaking of shitty quarterbacks, Jets coach Adam Gase tells reporters that Joe Flacco will start again this week. Um, not good. Flacco looked like decent last week against the Patriots, but um this season he's actually looked really bad. So um we we really want Darnold back out there. Surprisingly, let's go. Hopefully Darnold's back the next week, week 12. The Dolphins, um they cut Jordan Howard. Um he was a healthy scratch um on Sunday and then they just cut him today. So that's crazy news. Um Ahmed looked really good. We're going to talk about him later and tomorrow on the waivers. So keep an eye on the new hotness. So as we know, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt on Sunday. Um, We found out a couple hours ago he has an MCL sprain and is considered day-to-day. There is kind of whispers out there that he will miss this week coming and then be good for week 12, but um, nothing is certain or fully known yet. But we do know it's an MCL sprain on his knee, Spick, speak er, sticking with wow, sp- sticking with the Panthers. Uh, it's been mentioned that Christian McCaffrey will be out week eleven, which is crazy because we kind of like you know week ten was surprising, but I you know picked up Davis. He didn't do very good against Tampa. We'll get into that, um, but for them to come out already and say uh, McCaffrey will definitely miss week eleven is crazy. So. Keep an eye on that. Uh, McCaffrey might not be back because I think they have another game than a bye. So they might not be back until like week 14, which is crazy. Drew Brees to miss some time with a rib injury. He's got multiple rib fractures and a collapsed lung. Uh, We saw him on Sunday kind of like talking to the coach. And then Jameis went in. Um, So keep an eye on that. But I don't think we'll see... Drew Brees for the next couple to three weeks, two to three weeks. Um, Drew Stafford had X-rays on his thumb, but things look good. So nothing to really be concerned about there. Um, Nick Boyle, Ravens t- tight end, Nick Boyle um, suffered a major knee injury. He's not, you know, I, I don't want to denounce or like say it's not a big deal. He just hasn't been that relevant for fantasy. Um, that might help your Mark Andrews stocks if you're if you're an Andrews owner moving forward. Um, 49ers running back to Michael Hayseed suffered a broken collarbone, so um, all running backs for the 49ers are getting f- destroyed. which um, is another one to go down. All right, let's get into the games. I need some actual uh, sounds here, but whatever. Let's go. Lions 30, Redskins 27. It came out right before the game that DeAndre Swift was going to uh, like, handle the workload. Slash be the starter, and then some people. I was like on some forums being like, "Oh, that just coach speak slash like misinformation." Well, obviously, when something comes out like that comes out, you gotta believe it. I didn't have Swift, so I was like, "Damn, um, good on the Swift owners." Hopefully, people start him, and sure enough, he he came out and he looked great. the uh, The running, you know, the running back game is strong, and also it, it also kind of like opens up, you know, your pass attack as well. Stafford looked great. They're running the ball and throwing the ball well. Detroit was clicking. Um, Stafford finished 24 for 33 for 276 yards and three touchdowns through the air. It's very impressive considering Stafford was uh, without his number one wide receiver, Kenny Galladay. Um, Swift rushed for 81 yards on 16 carries to go along with five catches for 68 receiving yards and a touchdown. It's fucking crazy, man. It looks great. Um, Adrian Peterson was 4-for-21, didn't get much work. Marvin Jones led the team in receiving. Um, He caught 8 of his 10 targets for 96 yards and a touchdown. Um, Hall was 2-for-61 and also scored. Um, TJ Hawkinson was a disappointment. I picked him up. I traded for him, but then I found out he got injured after I traded for him. It was was during practice this week. I didn't think he was going to go... Uh, Once I found out he was going to go, I kept him in. I just knew he wasn't going to look good. So I'm going to chalk this up to the injury. Um, He was only two for 13. So, I mean, that's that's definitely frustrating. I mean, I've never, you know, just my first game with the Hawk. Um, But uh, we're going to chalk this up to injury and hopefully he can get right uh, moving forward. I just read a report. The coach says um, Smith could be the kind of like the... The quarterback of the future could fix their quarter, the football team's quarterback problems. Just such a strange thing to read. I don't know. Like you, ha, you know, I maybe they already saw in Haskins what they needed to see, and obviously Kyle Allen was never the, you know, the savior of the team. But I'm just surprised that Alex Smith could be, you know, um, the quarterback of the future for this team. But let's keep going here. Um, Terry McLaurin. Um, had seven receptions for 95 yards, and he lost that fumble towards the red zone, too, in the first. So that was brutal. Uh, Logan Thomas, for tight ends, I mean, we're going to get into this, but I might actually go through all, like, the the leading of every position um, for Week 10. But uh, for tight ends, I mean, like, most tight ends did nothing. So Logan Thomas going four for 66 is actually not bad for uh, tight end landscape this week. Alex Smith, quarterback, finished with a big stat line going 38 for 55 for 390 yards. So it's pretty crazy. The stat, like, watching this game, I mean, the stat line would tell you he was good, but he didn't look good at all in this game. So that's definitely a deceiving line. Um, He's been dumping off a lot to McKissick. So Gibson had a good game, but McKissick is definitely his, like, safety blanket. So PPR leagues, like, McKissick is great to pick up because he just gets, like, dump-offs like crazy. Um, Gibson had a nice fancy day because of the two touchdowns, um, he had 13 carries for 45 yards and he caught four balls for 20 receiving yards. But uh, like I said, McKissick, um, had seven catches for 43 receiving yards, um, thanks to the checkdowns. uh, McKissick dropped the touchdown and Smith didn't see him open for a touchdown. So, um, this could have even ended up being a way better game for McKissick. So just something to keep on your radar. As a Gibson guy, I'm not going to also pick up McKissick, but if I didn't have McKissick and I was in a PPR – or sorry, if I didn't have Gibson and I was in a PPR league, I would definitely grab McKissick. So um, hopefully maybe people are going to hear this now, but in my two leagues that are PPR, I have Gibson. And if I didn't, I'd be like, man, I'd be gra- I would be, I would have grabbed McKissick like three weeks ago. So he's on the water there. I don't really get it. Um, I'd almost kind of play him over Gibson in, in a PPR league. Just so many targets and dump-offs the last couple couple of weeks. All right, moving on here. Packers 24, Jaguars 20. Um, Packers just barely avoided a big upset by the Jaguars here. The way I look at the Jaguars, I think they only have like one win on the season, but they're just not a pushover team. Like they're, they're not going to be an easy win. They're going to play hard. Adams had a weird game. couple of things called back by penalty, got injured, lost a fumble. Really weird game all around for Adams and the Packers in general. Adams also redeemed himself. Like, after he came back from injury, he caught the final game winning touchdown. Um, I'm an Adams owner. Also, um, James Robinson, I'm a James Robinson owner. He had just something, not all people know this, but he had two, like, decently good touchdown runs called back from penalties. So, um, this game just really killed my team for fantasy. It was also, like, a really bad weather game. Um, Despite the weather, though, uh, Rodgers had a decent outing. He went uh, 24 for 34 for 325 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. And he also scored on the ground. So Aaron Rodgers' decent day uh, despite the weather. I just decided to stop and edit. Luckily, I did. Sorry, I've been like hitting the table because this game's getting me excited. So sorry for the bumping noise in the mic. I'll keep it more stable here. Close to half of uh, Rodgers' yardage went to Marquez Valdez Scantling surprisingly a guy that usually drops a zero burger a lot it's hard to trust him um, but he had a great game he had four catches for 149 yards and a touchdown despite the uh, wins Um, Adams caught eight of his 12 targets for 66 yards and a tutty but would have secured two touchdowns if it wasn't for uh, two more penalties called back so um, could have been a lot bigger game for Adams Something to talk about here. Aaron Jones didn't see uh, many more carries than Jamal Williams. Um, Jones out gained Williams 46-30. to 30. Uh, Jones caught five passes for 49 receiving yards. Uh, but Will- Williams is also a big part of the passing game with three catches for 25 yards. So um, if you're Jones owner, you're not liking Jamal Williams right now. On the other side of the ball, like I mentioned, James Robinson had a great day. Rush for 109 yards and 23 carries. Packers D. uh, Rundy is not good at all. Rookie quarterback Luton um, barely completed half of his passes, going 18 for 35 for 169 yards and one touchdown and one interception. So not a great day for Luton. Um, I'm not sure if he's the answer or not for these Jags. DJ led the team in receiving. um, Four catches for 56 yards. Keelan Cole looked decent too. A 5 for 47 and a touchdown. All right, let's move right along here. Giants 27, Eagles 17. This division, I think the Giants are going to run away with it. it just um, This is a really messy game for the Eagles. They were able to run on the Giants, but that's about it. Uh, the run game looked good, but Carson Wentz looked terrible. I believe, I'm just thinking here, I believe I picked the Eagles to win this game uh, because they're coming off the bye, so... Have to check the tape on that. Sorry, Jaker. Uh, Wentz was terrible. He was pressured a lot, and he overthrew his receivers quite a bit. He just really couldn't keep drives alive. Um, he finished twenty-one for thirty-seven for two hundred eight yards. It was weird. Um, Boston Scott had a big run, even though Sanders, Miles Sanders was back. Boston Scott broke off a fifty-six-yard touchdown run in the second half. But that's all he did the whole game. Um, Miles Sanders actually looked good. for uh, He had 15 touches. He went for 85 yards. Uh, he handled most of the workload. He got vultured a touchdown, um, but he did score a two-point conversion. Uh, despite Ashland Jeffrey coming back and Goddard's second game after bye, I thought he looked better. Um, and, you know, the emergence of Travis Fulgham. Um, it was very strange to see Richard Rodgers led the team in yardage. He caught four balls for 60 yards. Super weird. Jalen Rager uh, was 4 for 47. Um, and Jeffrey did catch a single pass. Ashon Jeffrey. Once again, I'll mention Goddard. 4 for 33. He's not a disappointment this week, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I guess it is not that great. Moving right along. Giants' um, leading wide receiver looked like uh, Darius Slayton. Um, making five grabs for 93 yards. But he left with an injury. Um, I think they're on bye next week. Keep an eye on that. Sterling Shepard was 6 for 47. Wayne Goldman, my man. Wayne Goldman looked decent. Um, He had two rushing touchdowns and mustered up 53 yards. All right, let's go Tampa Bay, 46. Carolina Panthers, 23. Um, Big story here. Ronald Jones lost a fumble. Um, And normally, Bruce Arians will just toss you in the doghouse. But he... uh, he believed in Ronald Jones, kept him going, and uh, he was paid off, or he was rewarded, I guess. Um, I just looked up the stat. I guess only four running backs in NFL history have ripped off a 98-yard touchdown run. So that was crazy. Ronald Jones with a huge 98-yard tutty in the second half. Um, Teddy uh, followed that up with the interception, which gave uh, Tampa more points. So game kind of like took a big turn um, after that Ronald Jones run. Uh, Brady was using all his weapons this game. He looked a lot better than last. Um, he finished 28 of 39 uh, for 341 yards and three tutties. He also scored on the ground uh, quarterback sneak. Let's go through his uh, his big three here. Evans finished the game with six catches for 77 yards. I Had a great kind of like leaping touchdown. Um, G- Chris Godwin was six for 77 um, but could have had a better game. Um, sticking with the tight I guess moving to the tight ends. Gronk and Cameron Brait had a tutty. And Antonio Brown went for 69 yards. Um, he had a great one-handed catch. Um, it's just crazy to see these three kind of all eating at the moment. Ronald Jones' style, and obviously is huge with that big run. Um, he ran for 192 yards and a touchdown on 23 attempts. Uh, Leonard Fournette was only 8 for 19, so Leonard Fournette's not looking good. Um, Teddy Bridgewater was 18 for 24 for 136 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Just to note, Bridgewater was not able to finish this game. We talked about the news and notes. Um, He's pretty banged up, and it looks like he will miss next week. Um, DJ Moore had a big drop in this game, but he still led the team in receiving... um, Let's see here, He, he caught 96 yards and a touchdown... Uh, Robbie Anderson was 4-for-21, so I don't know where our bet is. Me and Jake have a bet who's the number one on this team, and uh, it's more and more kind of evening out to DJ Moore again, so we'll see. Yeah, my guy, Robbie Anderson, needs to step it up. Mike Davis, let's talk about Mike Davis. He was a disappointment. I mean, I know it's this good Tampa run D, but he's not really do- – like the last – I've noticed the last couple of weeks have been kind of off on Mike Davis – um, he was filling in well for McCaffrey earlier on. I was super high on him, but uh, he just been having like two to three really bad games for this team as a replacement for McCaffrey. He only was able to muster uh, 32 yards and seven carries, and he caught four passes for 12 receiving yards. So he's definitely better in a PPR setting. Like he is a starting running back. So if you had McCaffrey and you picked up Davis, that you got to keep playing him. Um, if you have no other options. You know, we'll go over rankings and stuff, but I'm not feeling Davis these days as an RB2. He's definitely more of a flex. Let's keep it rolling. Browns 10, Texans 7. Not a lot to talk about here for fantasy value. Nick Chubb was back, had that big run, and then kind of like didn't get the tutty. It was just craziness. It sucks for fantasy owners. I didn't even think he was going to go this week, so I guess you're just lucky you got some fantasy points from Chubb. But, man, whew. The the Chubb, you know, the Chubb run was a 60 yard, could have been a 60 yard tidy, um but definitely kind of like won the game from the way it was set up, low scoring game, um, wanted the clock to drain down. Baker Mayfield was adequate, he doesn't really need to do much in games like this, um, he went 12 for 20 for 130 yards. all I want to break down this backfield here, Chubb was 19 for 126 and 1, and Hunt was 19 for 104, so um, with Chubb back it doesn't make Hunt worse, sometimes it makes him better. They're just like a great two-headed monster. Nothing to be worried about. Keep starting both of them. And uh, Richard Higgins led the Browns in receiving three for 48. Quickly mentioned, Watson was 20 for 30 for 160 yards with a touchdown and while running for 36 yards on eight carries. David Johnson is on the IR now. We didn't mention that in news and notes. Um, Duke Johnson filling in didn't do that great. He was 14 for 54, and he led the Texans in rushing, um, but not a great output for Duke Johnson. Here's a crazy one: Steelers thirty-six, Bengals ten. Steelers improved to nine and zero, and they just destroyed the Bengals. Let's just break down the stats quickly. Um, it was a very windy kind of shitty game, but Roethlisberger was still slinging. He went uh, he completed twenty-seven of forty-six passes for three hundred thirty-three yards and four touchdowns. Uh, disappointment here. I started James Conner. He was 13 for 36. Um, the rushing attack was definitely held in check. Uh, Deontay Johnson led Pittsburgh with six receptions for 116 yards and a touchdown. Um, also, I have to mention Claypool had two tuddies as well. On the other side of the ball, Burrow was 21 for 40 for 213 yards with a touchdown. Samara J. P. Ryan was 7 for 48 and led since in rushing um, not Geo and T Higgins cut seven passes for 115 yards and a touchdown. So T Higgins legit. I definitely see him a uh, candidate for rookie of the year. I love T Higgins. Raiders 37, Broncos 12. Um, there is a little bit of fantasy relevance here, not too much to talk about. So we'll start flying through these. Just something to note Raiders entered this game missing three starting offensive linemen. Uh, but the Broncos definitely could not take advantage, and Jacobs had a good day, so did Booker. So, we'll break down that in a second. Carr um, led the team on a beautiful opening touchdown drive, then kind of stalled after that. The car stalled out, but after halftime, he definitely got rolling. Carr um, went 16 for 25 for 154 yards. Josh Jacobs rolled for 112 yards and two touchdowns on 21 carries. But the weird thing here I want to talk about, uh, Devontae Booker was 16 for 81 and two touchdowns. So I get kind of revenge game against Broncos. Everyone's swinging it. Um, they were just running all over the Broncos. Uh, both running backs looked great. You, you know, for Jacobs, owner, you would have definitely wanted to see a couple more of those tutties from Booker go your way. But it was still a good game for Jacobs. Man, Darren Waller had a terrible drop in this game. Definitely frustrating. I know it was kind of maybe a weather game as well, but... Uh, Uh, He finished with three grabs for 37 yards. Henry Ruggs with three for 31, and he was next on the stat sheet. So uh, not a lot of crazy production here. On the other side of the ball, man, Drew Locke was terrible. Uh, Another bad game from Drew. Uh, He finished 23 for 47 for uh, 257 yards, one touchdown, and a bunch of picks. Judy led the uh, team in receiving for 68 yards, but, I mean, geez. um, What can you say about that? Tim Patrick was 4-for-16. KJ Hamler, 4-for-50. Um, man, what killed me, too. I started to know a fan. You had, like, one catch. It was brutal. I don't understand this running game. I guess they just, like, I don't know what defenses are thinking when they play the Broncos, but Melvin Gordon, 11-for-46, and Phil Blinsey, 4-for-2. So, um, you know, Melvin Gordon's best run was an 8-yard run. They just, both running backs look terrible. I wouldn't start either moving forward until I could figure something out. But they need to get this pass game going if they want to get the run game going. Um, yeah, I really want the Broncos to do better. This is terrible. Let's get it going, Broncos! Fuck. There's a pretty good game. Dolphins twenty nine, Chargers twenty one. Tula, the Tula takeover is happening. Rookie battle here. Herbert slinging. Two is running. Two is slinging. Um, what I really want to talk about too. We got to mention. Um, The Dolphins D is legit. They have really nice pieces. Um, It's something to be kind of feared maybe moving forward for fantasy. So keep an eye on the Dolphins D. They're not an easy matchup like they used to be. Tua went 15 for 25 for 169 yards, two touchdowns. Um, He just knows how to get, you know, he knows how to move around. He just knows how to get the wins. Um, He knows how to get things done. This Dolphins team is really rolling with them. His leading receiver was Jakeem Grant, 4-for-43 in a tutty. Made the most of his opportunity getting the start with the injured Preston Williams. What I really want to talk about is um, the running back for the Dolphins. I'm trying to like pronounce Salvon Ahmed. Um, he got the start and he did a great job. He tallied 85 yards and a touchdown on 21 attempts. Um, For the Chargers, Justin Herbert finished 20 for 32 for 187 yards and two touchdowns, Um, also 10 rushing yards, and a third score on the ground. So he didn't look too bad. He kind of pulled his fantasy, uh, salvaged his fantasy week uh, at the very end of the game. Keenan Allen caught a garbage time touchdown. Um, He had a fumble, too, for a touchback. Kind of a sloppy game for the Chargers. Um, Allen led the team in receiving with 3 catches for 39 yards Henry, Hunter Henry went 4 for four, uh, sorry four for 30 And also got a late touchdown Mike Williams was only 2 for 38 So he was a disappointment Kalen Bellage looks to be the lead back for the Chargers in the meantime um, Justin Jackson's on IR He did pretty well He rushed for 68 yards and 18 carries And he had 5 catches for 34 yards Alright, that's part 1 Um, I'll be back tomorrow for Waiver Wire, and we'll go over the rest of the games. Thanks for listening, folks.